You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. So what I wanted to do today was to provide an introduction to the tractate of Maser Sheni and to look at some of the Pesukim that underlie the tractate and just to look at the first Mishnah. And after today, we'll jump into the second parak. Today we'll just look at the Pesukim and we'll look at the first Mishnah. However, by way of introduction, I thought it would be useful just to go back and revisit the hierarchy of Trumot, which we looked at, by the way, when we looked at the tractate of Masrot. We looked at the coverage of the tractate and we saw this, this hierarchy. First of all, the Bikurim, the first fruits, which were marked out and plucked in the field. And then the offerings which were for poor people, which essentially are left hefka, are left ownerless in the field. The corner, the gleaning, and the forgotten sheaves. The pear, the shichra, and the leket. So the material that's left over in the fields for poor people. And that doesn't belong to the owner of the field at all. But what, he, what does belong to him is the harvest. And when he takes in that harvest, remember we learned that he gives trimmer, which can be anywhere between 1.66% and 2.5%. 1 in 60 and 1 in, 1 in 60 and 1 in 40. And that is given to the priests. So that is holy. It's given to the priests. Then after taking off the trimmer, so up to 2.5%, the owner will take off another 10% and give that to the Levi'im. He'll find a local Levi to give the 10% to because the Levi'im have no land. So this is, a, this, if you like, this is a, it's a we, in Latin you'd say quid pro quo. The Levi'im, the Levi'im have no land, although they do help work in the temple. And in exchange, they get 10% of everyone else's crops. Now, the Levi'im themselves, by the way, have to give Trumah. So they will separate 10% of the 10% for the priests. That's Trumat Maser. So the, the priests get another percent from the Levi'im. And then, once that's done, there are two more t- tranches of Maser. There's ordinary Maser Sheni. And that's another 10%. It's, by the way, 10% of the remainder of the remainder. So it's a bit less than 10% of the whole. And Maser Sheni can only be eaten in Jerusalem or turned into money and brought to Jerusalem. And it's only in the years 1, 2, 4 and 5 of the cycle that it operates at all. In years 3 and 6 of the seven-year cycle, the mass, the second 10% is given to poor people. That's Maser Ani. It's poor people's Maser. And of course, in year seven of the cycle, well, in the seventh year, there's no ownership. So if there's no ownership, you can't give any of these, you can't give any of this stuff. So we're only talking about years one to six of the cycle, of the seven year cycle. Now, our track date is going to deal with Maser Shemi. And that is, so that's the subject of the tractate. And we're going to rely on, there are some important pasukim 
that we need to understand before we jump into the track. By the way, I'll I'll put the link to this new source sheet on the on the WhatsApp group. It's a pasuk in in um, in Vayikra. This comes right from the. It's practically the last pasuk in Vayikra. It's in the parsha of Bechukotai. So you remember the book of Leviticus, the book of Vayikra closes with two two um, awesome, frightening parashayot. The first one, Bahar, talks about the need to um, set aside the seventh year, not to own the land on the seventh year. And then the final parsha, Bukhukotai, talks about, it really describes the punishments that come with not keeping mitzvot, and in particular with not keeping Shemitah, and describes the punishment of exile if the people don't keep the mitzvah of the seventh year. And right at the end of the Parsha, it talks about tithing. They call Maser Aretz, Miser Aretz, all the tithes of the land. Miser Aretz, Umipriya eats from the land or from the trees. Lashem Hu, Kodesh Lashem. These tithes are all holy. And Rashi there says, Scripture is speaking here of the second tithe. So there's something special about the second tithe. We can't just, well, we'll see in the Mishnah, right? We have to be careful how we treat it because the Pasuk says, Kodesh Lashem. It's got a special status, Kodesh Lashem. And Rashi goes on to say, um, commenting on the words, they call Masaha Aretz Mizera Aretz Mipri Hashem Lashem Hu. They all belong. They all belong to God. Um, Hashem. God has acquired it. God has acquired somehow this second Maser. And he's commanded you go up and eat it in Jerusalem. And Rashi points you then to a pasuk in Devarim. Most of the halachot about or the corpse sukim for Maser Sheni come from Devarim. And in Devarim, this is by the way from the parsha of Re'eh. So we read this um, last. Yeah, we let we read this last Shabbat. It's right at the end of the Parsha of Re, so it's the sixth or the it's I think it's the seventh Aliyah, the end of the Parsha of Re. Aser to aser et kolfut et 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 koltuvat zarecha. You shall set aside every year a tenth part of the, your yield. But it says specifically, you shall eat before the Lord your God in the place where he shall choose his name to dwell. And Rashi there says, you, this is the second tithe, because we already know the first tithe. And he refers us back. Remember, we learned the Pesukim from Korach, when we learned about the first tithe. And those Pesukim say clearly that that tithe can be eaten by the Levium anywhere they like. So Rashi says, look, this tithe, which has to be eaten in Jerusalem, this must be different. So this is the second tithe, Maser Sheni. And that's really the halacha and the Mishnah of Maser Sheni begins with this concept that it's holy 
And the, the Mishnah knows, it's not going to say explicitly, but it knows that you have to take it to Jerusalem. So the Mishnah begins, Maser sheni ein mochrin otol ein mamashkani, ein mamashkani otol ve'ein machlifin otol ve'lo shoklin konegdo. You can't sell it, you can't mortgage it, you can't exchange it, we can't use it as a weight. And assuming we're going to go to Jerusalem, we can't say to one's friend in Jerusalem, oh, here's wine, give me some oil. Or the same with all other fruit. We can give it as a gift, but we can't exchange it. And the Rambam comments there, and the principles he, I mean, I brought you the Rambam on the source sheet because, the, I'll, and I said, I'll put this link on, on the WhatsApp chat. The, the principles that the Rambam brings are incredibly important. The first thing he says is, Maser Sheni Kodesh, second tithe is holy, therefore it's forbidden to sell it, to mortgage it and to exchange it. Because an exchange is certainly a sale. And then he says, we don't use it as a weight because it will be a misuse of a holy object. Bizayon bi kudoshim. It's your. There's no. It's it's a bit like. Um, it's not as if there's a halacha against it. You, you know, you you, do, you don't. There's no halacha against walking through a door and not holding it open for the person behind it, you. But kind of you're a sort of a jerk if you don't do that. In the same way, you don't, you, in theory, you could use it as a weight. And this refers, by the way, probably to redeeming the Maser Sheni for money and using the money as a weight. You don't use it as a weight because it's a misuse of a holy object to turn it into a weight on the scales. And he makes the point, Jerusalem is specified, Ve'amar Yerushalayim, and the reason the Mishnah specifies Jerusalem is because the second tithe is eaten there. So those are the key principles which we're going to learn as we go through this Masachet. It's Maser Sheni, so it's given after the Maser Rishon that the Levi'im give, and it's given after the Teruma, which the priests get. It's holy. So we have to be really careful what we do with it. And much of the Mishnah will focus on what we can do with this Maser Sheni. And it has to be eaten in Jerusalem. Or as the Pesukim say, and, and you know, the, the Pesukim in, in Devarim go on to say, look, may, you know, we can change it for money and bring the money to Jerusalem. But one way or the other, either the Maser Sheni or the money that you get from redeeming the Maser Sheni have to be brought to Jerusalem and enjoyed there. So those are the principles of the Masechet, and we'll explore those in more detail tomorrow as we start going through the rest of the Masechet. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.